People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free rolled food. It's protein-packed with less risk of food sensitivity. Blog Talk Radio. Now, just to quickly explain what the fuck Boy Crazy Radio is in a nutshell, well, 
first off, thank you for asking and caring enough to even wonder what it is. Uh, and second, let me explain what it is. Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show, all right, where I serve is like the big sister you never even knew that you wanted or needed, all right? I, for whatever reason, have tons of energy and a desire to listen to all of your fucking bullshit and drama and shenanigans and whatever because I'm an only child. Uh, I've been put on this planet with too much energy, um, and I, I just want to listen and help because I think I give, I give really good advice. I just really think I do. Anyway, uh, you guys, I am broadcasting to you live from New York City. I mean, unless you're listening to the rebroadcast, and that's a whole other story, but if you were listening live on November 5th at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or technically November 6th at midnight on the East Coast, I, or wherever the fuck else you are, if you're listening to a live show, then know that I am in New York City right now. I'm actually in Brooklyn, but uh, this is pretty exciting. This is exactly what I need if, uh, because I'm going through a breakup. And if any of you out there have listened to the show before and you know about my bullshit and what I'm going through, you'll know that I'm going through a rough breakup. I broke up with him, but uh, it's a sticky situation. I don't even want to get into it, but I already started. Anyway, this is exactly what I need, though. So my point is, I need to be in New York. I'm here, but I wasn't going to cancel Boy Crazy Radio. No way. I wasn't going to fucking cancel it. Why? Because it's the only place I really feel alive, here on Boy Crazy Radio. Tucked into the deep vortex, it is the the interweb. Anyway, let me give the info. You can reach me. uh, You can call me with your problem, your bullshit, your question at area code 646-378-0649. It's so refreshing to actually be in New York when I'm giving out a New York number. 646, the New York area code. Anyway, um, you can also tweet me your question at Alexi Wasser. That's A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. And you can always email me your question and dilemma or whatever the fuck you want to call it at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Oh, my God. So many things to tell you about. We experienced... uh, the Halloween voting yesterday. I hope you guys voted. I did. But mainly, you know why I voted? I voted so I could take a photo of myself on Instagram with the I voted sticker or just voted sticker or whatever it is. That was my main incentive. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to get you to a polling place. That's all that matters. And I was such a fucking jerk, too, because I was, like, really taking everything seriously. I got there, and I, I really didn't think of the I did not think of the Instagram photo. Instagram was a good reminder, but then when I got there, I was like, oh, shit, I want to make sure I don't fuck this up, what do I do, I was, like, texting my friends, like, oh, God, this is the judicial stuff, whatever, this is already boring me to death, but whatever, I'll get past this in a moment, but they, I had to vote for judges or whatever, I mean, we all did, that I have no idea about, other stuff, fine, judge stuff, and then I looked it up on the internet while I was in the booth on my smartphone, and then this article in the LA Weekly was like, the way that people vote for judges, uh, they put one hand over their eye and then they guess while they're voting. And I was like, fuck, at least I'm not alone in this. But anyway, I tried to make good decisions. Anyway, enough about that boring bullshit. I voted. I feel good about myself. Instagram a cute photo, what have you. Halloween happened. What did you guys do on Halloween? Did you get into crazy amounts of trouble? I have my own drama to tell you about. I can't wait to do that. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, not really going to talk about my breakup too much. Maybe. Maybe I'll dive into it if I feel the need, if something comes up. Um, Otherwise, I'm going to take your phone calls 
because the phone lines are heating up, as they say in showbiz. And by the way, why am I in New York? Good question. None of your fucking business. Just kidding. Um, I'm in New York because I'm shooting something. I'm doing some project here. And I was put up in this, like, really cute apartment in Brooklyn. And at first I was like, Brooklyn? Oh, where is that? I mean, I don't mean to be a total dick, but, like, I don't, you know, I lived in New York for a moment years ago, but I'm not that familiar with Brooklyn. And I've barely been to Williamsburg which is where I'm supposed to know all about because I banged or whatever, which is totally racist and fucked. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, but I'm in, I'm in an area called Clinton Hill, totally cute. The apartment I'm staying in is in, like, it's, I, I, I wish this guy would, like, Airbnb his apartment out because it's, it's great. Who knew? Why didn't anybody tell me about Clinton Hill? There are all these cute little shops on some street that starts with a D. Del Cab, Del Cobb. Who fucking cares? Anyway, I'm here, I'm working, and now we're here together, all of us. I'm going to get to your phone calls, and then I'm going to tell you some stories about things I noticed and experienced this week, because I think you might be entertained by these dumb stories. Area code 714, let's get into this. Hello? Hi. <laughs> Hi, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me everything. Um. Well, I Instagrammed you, just asking you. I don't want to say my name, but... Uh, make, let's make up a fake name. I know a lot of fake. Uh, okay, let's say Ruth. <laughs> don't know why. Okay, I said that name. You're Ruth. That sounds very sexy. Ruth, tell me. <laughs> uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two, and where are you calling from? Uh, Riverside. Riverside. Okay, this is fantastic. Okay, what is going on with you? Um. Okay. Well, I've been in a like three-year relationship it's kind of been on and off for a while um just a couple months ago we had broken up uh it was all on me I wanted to kind of do my own thing it's three years it was like a really long time Mm -hmm. um we ended up getting back together just maybe like October something like in the middle of October well it turns out I just got call last night from a girl telling me that I should probably get tested because she just got po- tested positive for chlamydia. Um, oh, my God. Just, okay. Turns out it's uh, one of my friends, and he, I guess he hooked up with her. And I had asked him beforehand if he had hooked up with anybody, you know, just to be sure on the safe side. He lied to me. He made me feel really guilty about me ever even hooking up with anybody and try to like hold it all against me and I just I don't even know what to do I mean I know it's probably best to not talk to him anymore but it's really hard oh god okay wait wait so this girl your your friend one of your friends who hooked up with him called you to say that you need to get tested for chlamydia did you and, and did you test you tested positive for chlamydia yourself I have not I went today I just found this out last night um, okay, so here's, here's the deal. Went, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. wait did, did you did you call your ex, did you call your boyfriend and tell him that your that the, the girl know, called you? Yeah, it was it was um she it was on Tumblr message. Um, she kind of he was kind of getting to the point of telling me about it, so he ended up telling me about it after I had already just found out, but he didn't know I knew just yet. Oh, well, that's. Wait, so he told you, wait, hold on. I'm like, there are all these details. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, she, hold she on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I just want to get 
she messaged you message you when and when did he tell you? Um, like at I guess like at three in the morning. Um and she just she just said that I mean I had my suspicions, um, but she just mentioned that I should probably just get tested. Um, I didn't mention anything to him but he he called, he texted me saying he really needed to talk to me and I was asking if it was something that I did and he's like, Well, it's something really bad and he ended up calling me and just telling me, he's like, Well, I ended up sleeping with so and so telling me that I need to get tested and I think you should get tested too. Oh, well here's the weird thing and there there okay. I'm thinking, and I don't want to make too many assumptions because that, that'll fuck us up even more, but she probably told him. Well, she either told mm-hmm. him that she told you or she did just call him and tell him that she had chlamydia. And then, and then you know, whatever. At least he, for the best reason or the worst reason, he, at least he let, he let you know. So yeah, let's, let's wait till your results get back. And here's the tricky area. Okay, the good thing about chlamydia is, and I've never had it, but the good thing about it is I've had friends who have had it, and if I were going to get an STD, this seems like the best one to get because you can you can cure it, you know what I mean? It's not yeah, um, yeah. It's not like herpes, herpes that you have forever, which I feel like everybody has also. But anyway, so here's the thing. You guys were on a break. You weren't together. He slept with somebody. He didn't cheat on you. So this is like a yeah, oh oh, but this is another thing though. The what? she said that they were to, they were they slept together the twenty second of this month. Um, we were me and him were already rekindling our like thing and getting back together and figuring that all out. And he had mentioned to me um, on the twenty third. I just I know all these dates because I have all the texts that she hit him up to hang out, and I kind of made a big deal about it and I was like I don't want you to hang out with her um if you're going to be talking to me I prefer like I cut off all the guys I was talking to so that we can fix this um and so he's like well I'm not going to hang out with her but um turns out they did hang out and the day before okay I'm so confused I know I'm sorry it's just a spider web of no no hold on just take a breather stop talking for one moment um okay I'm I'm a little bit confused as as, as a, about all like that. You told him to not hang out with people, and he told you not to hang out with people, and you cut people out of your life, and you guys okay, are break, you're not on a break. This girl's okay. name is Gabby. His name is Andy. <laughs> oh, but, um, but you're using a but you're using a fake name, Ruth. I'll use my real name. My name is Ruby. Okay. Um. He basically we before we got together back together I asked him if he had slept with anybody just prior so that I would you know have a heads up like okay well maybe she will get tested whatever um he told me no and he I had told him yeah I had hooked up with guys maybe I didn't have sex with them but I did you know make out he made that a really big deal saying that obviously I didn't love him if I did all that and bullshit tried to manipulate me and make me feel like shit um and then just yesterday I find out he did sleep with this girl that I had my suspicions about, but he made me feel like I was just being a psychopathic girlfriend and now I'm just, I don't know what to do about it. Like I don't I don't wanna stop being his friend, but at the same time I'm just like I don't know if I should be angry that he lied to me or if it would it shouldn't have been a big deal that I like obviously we weren't together 
just yeah. yeah. Let me jump, let me jump in here for a moment. Just um, you didn't do anything wrong. You guys are on were on a break or you were broken up. You weren't together, so you didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? And you you were honest with him, and you told him. I mean, ideally, both of you would have just gotten tested and been adults and been like, yeah, we both you know I hooked up with somebody, you hooked up with somebody. Let's just get tested. Now we're back together, and let's just be safe in the fact that we're back together now. Or yeah. both both of you should have just kept your own business to yourself and then gotten tested separately and taken care of yourself just to make sure you're not, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't have to tell him you hooked up yeah. with anybody. It's it's really none of his business, but you should, you, you know, you can, if you do sleep with people and it's unprotected or it is protected and then you're going to get back into a monogamous relationship or if you're single anyway, you should always just be getting tested. For me, when yeah. I'm single... When I'm single and when I'm in a relationship, I get tested periodically just because, and when I'm single, if I'm dating people, I, I get tested like f- after every relationship or every sexual encounter that I have just to like, so I have an awareness of like, if I get anything or if I, or whatever, I've never even had anything, but if I were to, I would know who gave it to me. So here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You didn't, ha- you didn't have to tell me you slept with anybody, but you could have just gotten tested for yourself just to, just to be safe and a safe human being. He didn't have to tell you either. Um, and he could have just gotten tested. The thing is though, he lied. You guys decided to have a conversation and be honest about it. He lied to you. You were honest with him. He chose to manipulate you and he slept with one of your friends. And now the, the shit's kind of hit the fan. And the bummer about this is, it kind of taints the whole situation. You know what I mean? It kind of taints the whole trust and love. And here's what I want to know. Uh, yeah. Chlamydia, chlamydia is not so serious, but it just sounds like this is just like a can of worms that's like, it's just not so sexy and romantic anymore. But here's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Why did you guys break up to begin with? Just because you've been together for three years and you wanted to take a break? Um, yeah, we had just, we had been, we lived together actually prior to that uh, year and uh, we kind of just moved in too quickly, and we just wanted our own space. We kind of both – I mean, I brought it up, and but he agreed that he wanted to do his own thing as well, and that's just why we broke up. And then why did you guys come back together again? Like, what did you guys – what was the conversation about that like? Um, We just really missed each other and realized, like, that we wanted to be together, I guess. Well, I mean, that's how I felt. I really missed him, and I felt like – he was the guy for me, and I mean, I'm in love with him, so. Oh, God, okay. I know this is, like, really confusing and weird, but here's the deal. You, If you guys want to be together, you can get past this really weird hurdle right now. Like, you know. I mean, but, like, do you think I would be just so stupid for doing that? Like, obviously, like, he lied to me about something else like important as that like I mean it's it's not a big deal like I shouldn't it shouldn't I mean he didn't have to tell me about it but it could have been nice to, for him to at least get tested and prevent this from even like getting to me and like yeah, I don't, I don't know no, just, here's, here's, here's the bummer here's what I don't like the most out of the story is I don't like that that he lied to you that you guys decided to tell each other if you'd slept with anybody and then he lied to you about it and then he not only did yeah. he lie about it, not only did he lie about it, but he like gave you grief for making out with other guys, and he like told you that it meant exactly. that you didn't love him. That's the fucked up part, because like if you had sex with guys 
I know you said you didn't, but if you had had sex with guys and he had had sex with girls while you were broken up, that's really none of each other's of your. That's none of each other's business. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. All you have to, all, all you can do to be considerate to the next person you date is, and to be considerate and take care of yourself is get tested, wear condoms when you're having sex, and try to take care of yourself like health wise. But he handled it fucked up. He did some kind of weird, manipulative, weird thing. You know? Yeah. I don't know. And, I mean, it, he even got like really in like he just he really got into detail about it. Like, well, she, she hit me up. She wants to hang out. What do you think about that? Like, I mean, this is after him already being with her, but he just kind of brought it up out of nowhere. Like he just texted me that one day, like, Oh, she wants to hang out with me. What do you think about that? Like, wait, I'm confused. Wait, what do you talk? I thought, I thought you said that that he hadn't, that he didn't tell you that he hooked up with this girl. But now no, when yeah, did he, he? He told me. He told me he never hooked up with her, um, or he hadn't slept with anybody. But um, he one day he just texted me like, "Oh, she wants to hang out." They met through Tumblr. Um, they didn't. They they live in different cities, but um, I guess they just ran each like they met through Tumblr, and um, I guess she texted him wanting to hang out, and he was asking if I would be upset. But he had just lied to me. He had already hung out with her, but he made it seem like he hadn't, and she was just hitting him up out of the blue. Oh, yeah. This guy seems creepy. Here's a th- Okay, how old is he? Not that I even need to know, he's but how old is he? 23. 23. So you're, you're 22. He's 23. You guys already dated for three years. He's, like, kind of, like, mentally mind-fucking you, whatever. Like, he's, I don't know what's... He's too weird and manipulative and trying to make you jealous and fucking with your head and whatever. Like, I would say, like, just, I'd say break up again. I'd say just give, give this a time out. Yeah. That's what I think. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, I think it just seems too complicated now and it seems ugly and gross. And even from what I've heard, I, I mean, like what are you guy. doing? Like doing like cope with your breakup. It's just like, it's really hard to like even think about doing that. But, oh, to, to break up with him again. But yeah. I mean, we're, we're, I broke up with him. I told him I didn't want anything to do with him, but I'm just, he keeps, texting me and it's just it's making me like kind of wander back that way but it's I know I shouldn't here's what you need to do just text just text him and say if you really want to to help me with with all of this don't text me give me give me space you know what I mean Mm -hmm. just text him text me okay sorry I'm all rambling just text him quote leave me alone I need I need you to stop texting me. Don't call me. Don't text me. Okay. Okay. Just like just tell him, please don't text me. Please don't call me. I need to be by myself. That's it. And then if he texts you, don't respond. And he should just respect that. If you need time to yourself, he should just fucking respect that. And if he texts you, then you just have to have self control and just like be by yourself and think about all this. But I don't I don't like the sound of it. It sounds like he's fucking with you. And it just all got tainted, and it's weird. All you need to worry about is get your test results back, see if you have chlamydia. If you have chlamydia, go get it treated, and just be by yourself for a little bit and, like, take space from this guy and just hang out with your friends and just focus on your own life because this this is too weird. It just got really complicated and gross, like internet Tumblr affair meetings and chlamydia yeah. and all this bullshit. <laughs> like, fuck that. And here's the thing, like, I okay, I, did, I didn't want to talk about it tonight, but I'm going to talk about anything I'm going through just to – relate you know if it comes up like yeah I'm going through a really tough breakup and I've been like every day it's hard for me not to call 
my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to start with like bursting into tears right now. It's like the hardest thing in the world, but he's not my boyfriend anymore and it's not working and there's no future. And for whatever reason, like he didn't, he didn't give me chlamydia, but, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, he, he, uh, he let me down. He disappointed me and he's just not, he's not available to me right now for whatever reason. Yeah. He's, he's not available. So I have to not be with him and I need to be by myself to mourn, mourn the death of my relationship. And I know how hard that is. It's like the hardest thing in the world because, you're so addicted to somebody. Like breaking up is so worse. You're addicted to a person. It's like you're chopping your, your arm off. It's so fucking hard. But you know, like you want to check his Instagram. You want to see if he added songs to a Spotify playlist or whatever the fuck you guys share. And you want to look up his Twitter and his Facebook and see who he, who he added as a friend and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, fine. Do do that. You can do that. Try not to, but don't reach out. Don't respond to his text. Like. It sounds like this guy is just, you need to take a break from this guy for real because this shit's got gnarly and, and confusing. And just cry in your pillow, get a cat, hang out with your friends, watch <laughs> movies, watch Netflix, watch True Blood, masturbate, take Epsom salt baths, read a book. Like, just stay, stay so busy because, but I'm telling you, like, I totally get it. It's so sad. I'm so sorry. Like, three years and you love this guy, but it's not healthy. And, like, you should just wait to meet a guy who is nicer and, or I don't know where, where it's not, where it's a little bit better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Does that help at all? I hope. <sighs> yeah, it did. I'm going to text him and tell him just to leave me alone and I'll get back to you if anything changes next week. But you know what? You don't even have to text him now. You can just not respond to him and you can leave it because maybe if you okay. text him right now, it, it just sounds like you're start, it's like start you're you're starting something with him. Just just leave okay. it. Just go to sleep. And if he texts you again tomorrow and he double texts or he triple texts, then you can then text him. But just just ignore him as as much as you can, okay? Okay. He he knows why you're ignoring him. He fucked up. He he fucked up. So I anyway, mean, I, I'm pretty sure he's listening to this podcast. I know he listens to you a lot, so we'll see. Oh. Well then, leave her so, alone and wear a condom say, and don't fucking mind fuck girls. What's that? <laughs> oh, nothing. I was just gonna say I fucking hate you. That's it. Not you. I love you. Oh. <laughs> oh God, you don't hate him. You love him, but it's a fine line. I totally get it. Um, okay, I'm gonna take another call. Call me next week and let me know how you're doing. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Oh man, breakups are the worst. I almost burst into tears during that call. Okay, turn your radio down. Okay, turn your radio down. Nine seven three. Hello. Right, nine seven. Yes, you're on. Now I'm taking. Okay, hold on. Five six two. That's me. Hey, how's it going? It's good. What's up, Alexi? It's Avi. How are you? I'm in. I'm in oh. New Jersey. Avi. Oh my God. This is, this is musical legend. Uh, future legend. That's Avi me. Yeah. Gothola. That's me. That's totally here. Yeah. How are you What's doing? Up? Where are you? Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm in New Jersey in this like fun hotel. Uh, it, it's a suite. It had it had a little kitchenette in it. So, so I made me and me and uh me and my friend uh, made made food for 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 all of us in the band. We just made we made delicious food. We made steak and pasta. Avi and, Buffalo. Uh, Avi Buffalo. Home. It was Avi so Buffalo. good. Al- music available on iTunes. Avi Buffalo. Oh yeah. Music oh, available yeah. By the on way, Spotify. Check that out. Wait. Right. Uh, check Thanks. all that Thanks, out. Lexi. Can you can you can you sing us a song really quick? Can you can you make up a song about me on the fly to help me get over uh get over yeah. get over anything I need to get over? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, here it goes. 
Alexi is the most beautiful person I've ever met. And she shows me so many things about how to stay in touch with my dreams. Because when I look into her eyes, even from miles away, I can feel them piercing deep inside me. And I open the cupboard of my heart and I find Alexi's hand clutching it warmly there. I love it! Do you like that? You like that? It's, that? Did you like that part I, I said about how my heart is in the cupboard and it's your really warm, is- but it's warm because your hand is holding it in a in a secretive cupboard? Oh my god! I don't even know what to say. To that. I just I don't even know what to say. I'm gonna. I, I don't even think. Good. I mean, what could you? I, I'm totally. I got. I, you got I, me. I do. I, I want. I want my. I want my keyboard player to say hi to you because he'd be really excited that Alexi Wasser is on the phone. So oh, and good. online. He's excited. Is this Alexi Wasser? This is Alexi Wasser. Who is this? This is Anthony. You're in New York, huh? I'm in New York, and you're kind of in New York. You're in Buffalo. Oh, no, you're in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're in Jersey right now. When are you coming to New York? When are we all meeting up in New York, and we're gonna uh, we can like, bus? Tell about the stakeout. Well, we're in New York tomorrow morning. Uh, I think maybe in the afternoon. Oh wait, but, are you guys um, playing a show in New York? Is Avi Buffalo and friends playing a show in New York tomorrow? Yeah, we're playing at the Mercury Lounge in, Brook- in Brooklyn. Is it, Bro- is it Brooklyn? Mercury Lounge, 8 p.m. Mercury Lounge in Brooklyn. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Uh, everybody be, uh, everybody who's in New York, Mercury Lounge, wait, 8 p.m. Oh, this is your radio show? Yes, God damn it. Jesus Oh, my God, Christ. I love your radio show. Alexi, oh, my God. Okay. Can I, can I be like a fanboy? Can I be a fanboy for a little bit? Be a fanboy. I'm single and ready to mingle. Okay, just cool. Kidding. I'm not really ready. I'm not ready to mingle at all. I'm just single. Oh, that's fine. That's all. That's, are you really single though? I yes. I'm going through a hard breakup. It's kind of it's it's a lot. It's a lot for me to handle. I was weeping earlier today to my mom. She drove me to the airport. Yeah. Oh, wait, so you are single. That's okay. Well, um, if you if you're not ready to mingle, that's perfectly fine. I just didn't realize that. But yeah, we're um we're in New York tomorrow. But okay, fanboy time. I first saw your uh blog i think in 2009 i'm boy i'm i'm boy i'm a little bit buzzed but i saw your blog and i fell in love with it it was so excellent and you had such good advice for everyone and like your blind leading the blind is like seriously some of the coolest shit in the world love it thank so you. much thank you so, like, honestly honestly it's some of the coolest shit and uh just like it's just, it's so you know, heartfelt and meaningful, and I can tell that you want people just to have a laugh, also learn, also be entertained, and it, it, it entertained me and a lot of my friends, and um, yeah, it's really cool. We met, like, before, but you don't remember me. Well, let's talk about it tomorrow at Mercury Lounge. Put, have, you guys put me on the list, and I will be at Mercury Lounge tomorrow, 8 p.m. Excellent. in New York. That's right, 8 p.m. we go on. Um, everyone listening on the radio who's in New York or even like hours <laughs> away, just make the drive. Make the drive. Just make It'll the drive. I'll while. No Alexi big deal. Be there. We're going to shred. We're going to shred. And Alexi <laughs> is the best. And you can talk to Alexi, talk to Avi. You can even talk to me if you want. You can talk to anyone you want to. Talk to Anthony. We can, talk to, we can talk do to it all. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, it's going it's to be a party. But, yeah. Avi, Avi, put me on the list, and I'm going to take other phone calls, and I love you guys. Cool. Sorry, we'll get off the air. We have, we have a lot of callers probably, and you want to like spread your wisdom. You gotta help people. I'm, yeah, you have some really good wisdom. I've I've listened to a lot of your radio shows. Actually, I called in once a long time ago saying that I lost my cat, 
Whenever, whenever I'm sad on the internet, Alexi picks me up direct, directly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, ca- I called him once. I was listening to us. Like, I just wanted to call just to like say hi, and um, I guess my connection dropped. But that was a joke. But um, yeah, I'm sure you have uh, a lot of wisdom to spread right now. So I'm sorry that um, I'm taking off. You're totally Tomorrow, not New York City, the Mercury Lounge. Well, tomorrow, New York City, Mercury Lounge. Alexi, Alexi, you, thanks, ever... that was Anthony. Oh, thanks for talking to him. Thanks for no, talking I, to him. I, I, you, you, wait, hold on, you got to tell me, did they ever find this cat? Oh, did they find your cat, Anthony? Um, no, the cat ran away. The cat ran away. My oh. cat's sick right now at home. I have a sick cat. She's like 15. I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah, it, this is... it's okay. But, oh. like, uh, yeah, it's okay. I'm... You know, it ha- like Avi? it happens. Yeah, yeah. Avi, put me on the list tomorrow yeah. for your show, and I'll give you a hug about your kitty, and then you can you can have my cat. You got it 155 million percent. You're on the list, Alexi. Okay, I love I'll you. text you tomorrow. I love you guys. Okay. Bye, you guys. Bye. Oh, my God. Avi, uh, Avi wrote a song for me. Can you believe this, guys? Neither can I. Area code 201. Two zero one. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. Oh wait, are you doing a prank call, but you're not putting your mouth up to the phone, so I can barely hear your prank call? Did you just call me a bitch from like far away? What a half-assed prank call. That was bullshit. I used to do prank calls when I was like eight years old at a payphone at my elementary school. And I was gnarly at it. I was so good at it. I was like, that's all I had. I felt goofy. I felt weird looking and poor. And I thought I smelled like poor. So the only thing I had to offer to the people, like the girls and boys that I wanted to befriend at my elementary school, and I went to Wonderland Avenue Elementary School in Laurel Canyon. It was very cool, very cool place to be. Um, But all the kids were like rich, and I was poor. I lived in an apartment. I'm middle class. I'm white. I'm not going to say I was poor. But I felt definitely not uh, as well off as all the, you know, more privileged kids who were also attending this fancy kind of public school tucked in a canyon. And I had to go to the magnet program. Uh, Anyway, long story short, I was really good at doing prank phone calls when I was little because I wanted to impress the kids and make them laugh. And that fucking dude who just called in totally let me down because I have a lot of respect for prank phone calls. I mean, not during my show, but in general. I want them to be awesome. If you're going to do them, have them be awesome and amazing and witty and cool. Or not. I don't know. Whatever. Do whatever you want to do. Um, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't want this to turn into some weird, like, fucking slew of prank phone calls that ruins it for me. Area code 973? Area code 973. Hello, Uh-oh. White Trash. What's that? Is this another shitty prank call? White Trash. Turn your fucking computer down. All right, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. I'm going to let it wash over me. I'm going to let the boring, idiot, prank callers, I'm going to let them wash over me. doesn't matter. It's fine. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let you in on something. While I was in my relationship, I had an ex-boyfriend text me and ask me if I wanted to watch a movie, like platonically. And uh, you know what? If my if, if I had a boyfriend and his ex-girlfriend or somebody that he dated who still liked who liked him asked him to watch a movie with her platonically, I would be pissed. All right? So don't think that that's what I did. Of course I did not go and watch a movie with an ex-boyfriend 
who still had a crush on me. Of course I would never do that. But I happened to meet a seven-year-old boy, and I just wanted to know if I – I wanted to know what kind of love advice, what kind of relationship advice the seven-year-old would give me. You know, I think I know everything. Who the fuck do I think I think I am? So I threw him uh, a question. And this is what he said. Okay, Caspian, so I have an ex-boyfriend who wants to hang out and watch a movie with me, but I have a new boyfriend that that would probably upset and it would make him jealous. What do you think? I don't know what to say. Just don't even worry about it. Nobody's here. Nobody's looking. Okay, wait. You're you're seven years old? Yes. So what would you do if I was your girlfriend and I was going to go hang out with some other boy and go watch a movie with him and play video games with him and not you? I would... Um... You'd be mad? Go with another girl. What? I can't believe you. Don't blow into it. <laughs> I need some life advice here. Give me some real life advice. Like, what should I do? You should, um, you should have, okay, you should not go with him. I shouldn't go with my friend to watch the movie? Okay. I'll come to the movie. You'll come to the movie. No, I'm not talking. <laughs> uh, what a cute kid. And his name was Caspian. And he gave amazing advice. And he even managed to somehow wriggle his way into inviting me to go to the movies with him. I can't believe it. What a Casanova. And only seven, seven years old. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I never talked to that kid again. But God, he gave pretty good advice, um, I think. All right. I'm going to take another phone call. But I do want to hear about your Halloween. What the fuck happened on Halloween for you guys? I was very mellow on Halloween. I wore the same thing I wore last year. I wore a long white dress that looked kind of ghostly or whatever. I wore purple lipstick because it's like Halloween is like the one time of year I'm not embarrassed or shy to wear purple lipstick. Um, I know Lord gave us permission or people like me permission to wear purple lipstick day and night, day and tonight, all the time. But... I just get shy. I don't want to go to Whole Foods with purple lipstick on because then all the people who work there will be like, hey, what's up with the purple lipstick? I mean, I've done it, and I can put on a blase, I don't give a fuck attitude, but when push comes to shove, I give a fuck. Well, here's the main reason. I don't like lipstick that's, like, so intense that it gets on my teeth and, like, it's going to get all over my face and it's going to bleed off and all of a sudden. That's the main reason I don't want to wear this shit because, like, there's so much upkeep involved. I just want to wear something calm, something casual, something slightly burgundy, but natural, but neutral, but burgundy, but just not something that's going to fucking stain my face. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like guys don't like intense lipstick either because they, they don't want it to get on like their dick or they don't want it to get on their like face, whatever. Anyway, but I wear purple lipstick and I wanted it to be a calm night. Um... I didn't want to chase the party. I didn't want to be desperate. Every year in Los Angeles, Maroon 5 has a huge party. I'm not saying I like the band Maroon 5. I know that I'm not supposed to. And you know what? I don't. But secondary to that, those guys were like, they've been in L.A. for a long time. You know, I was born and raised in Los Angeles. They've been around in Los Angeles for just as long as I've been here. Um, and they're just like part a part of Los Angeles or something around like a, the party scene or something. Anyway, so they throw this party every year. Usually it's at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And it's just like the party to go to. 
it's where all the famous people go and blah, blah, blah. And it's like there's a lot of desperate energy at the party because it's like a bunch of like star fuckers wanting to meet famous dudes at a costume party or whatever. And, get, you know, it's just a fucking big Hollywood party. That is exactly what I did not want to do this year because last year I didn't do that. The year before that, I went to the party. It was at a cemetery. Like, usually I love going because there's nothing else to do. That's where all my friends are going, and it's at a cemetery. Last year, I was in Portland with my boyfriend. It was great. I wore purple lipstick. We had sex. We drank a lot of beer. It was intense. We went trick-or-treating. We danced. It was a blast. Anyway, so I got my shit together this year put on my purple lipstick, took a bunch of selfies, posted them on Instagram before I left, ordered an Uber because I'm not a fucking idiot. Of course, you're going to order an Uber when you're going to go out on Halloween. I'm not going to be drinking and driving. Uh, And the Uber was like five times the normal price. Whatever, still worth it. Way less than getting a DUI. So I went to this party, and uh, it was fine. It was good. Random people I knew, very mellow. Met up with my friend. And then you know what happened? Push came to shove, and all my friends wanted to go to the fucking Maroon 5 party. So I said, let's do it, because by then, I was tipsy. And by then, when I got tipsy, I'm like, let's just do anything. This is going to be amazing. So we called an Uber. We went to the Maroon 5 party. And here's the thing. I am not looking to make out yet. I'm not looking to have sex yet. I'm still mourning the death of the relationship I was just in. You know, I expected it to continue. It didn't. And also, I'm learning a lot of things right now. I'm having a lot of realizations about why why it didn't work and things that I don't particularly like that surround the relationship. Um, but I won't go into specifics. Anyway, because whatever. In case my ex-boyfriend is listening, I don't, I, that's, this is between me and him. But anyway, so I'm having, during this downtime of not talking to him, I'm, processing. I'm sad. Sometimes I just, I don't know. Anyway, and I'm processing all this information and all these things that I, that bother me, that I'm thinking about. But aside from all that, I'm not looking to go like make out with somebody or have sex with somebody just to like move forward or whatever. Because I think that's what I would have done years ago. I would have, and I think a lot of girls, if you're listening right now, or guys, or whatever, you think, God, how do I, like the immature way and the obvious way to kind of like mark the end of one thing is to do another thing. Okay, this is over. So I'm just going to have sex with somebody. That way I can really know it's over. Well, I don't want to do that. Because A, maybe we'll get back together, but I doubt it because he would have to do something differently and maybe do anything, actually, or do anything. Okay, anyway, or um, I just have more self-esteem or more self-respect because I want to meet somebody who's even just as good or more right for me than my last boyfriend. I'm not just trying to, like, fuck anything because I think I have more self-respect or whatever. So anyway, I'm at this, like, weird Maroon 5 party that is not at a cemetery this year. This year, it's at the Sportsman's Lodge, which is like a hotel I went to like a junior prom at when I was in, you know, 11th grade. It's in the valley. It's on Ventura Boulevard. We get on the freeway, me and a packed Uber with my friends. We drive on the freeway, get to the Sportsman's Lodge. 
And everybody there is beautiful. I couldn't believe it. I've been watching so much True Blood lately, and I feel like every guy there looked like some extra or main character on True Blood, like a wolf or a vampire or, or whatever. Just like everybody was like stunning. Like everybody was like a B-grade model or whatever. And, uh, but whatever that means. So that was exciting. There are all these cute people there, and everybody's in costume, and I'm with my girlfriends, and we're dancing, and I'm drinking a lot. But then the vultures came out. That's the scary thing. Like, now that, like, my friends and friends of friends know that I'm single, I have all these, like, creepy acquaintance guy friends who are, like, vultures masked as men. Like, they're just, like, they're disguised as men, but they're so gross. And these are, like, the kind of guys that send dick pics, like, to a girl that they don't even know or, you know, have known for, like, a week or four hours or something. So I'm like, and the bummer is I'm like getting drunker and drunker and I'm tipsy. I'll say tipsy. I'm getting more and more tipsy and I'm dancing. And suddenly my friend Dallas pulls me aside and he goes, you're not allowed to make out with any of these guys. And I go, what? Why would I make out with any of those guys? And he was referring to this like circle of dudes I was dancing with. Um, and he was like, you're just, you're, he goes, you're just like in this weird circle of like creepy, lechy, like creepers. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. Oh, no. And uh, so later, I leave the party with my girlfriend. And we're in a car, and we're thinking about going to another thing. But it's just, it's like 3 in the morning. It's going to be 4 in the morning. And I get this text from, like, an acquaintance of mine. And he goes, hey, because he heard that I'm single, because I'm bummed about it. And my people I haven't seen in a while are asking me, well, how's, your, how's your boyfriend? So I'm like, you know, tipsy. I go, oh, we broke up. It's a bummer. And this guy in person was like, in person, he was such a fucking asshole. He's an acquaintance, not a friend. And he was like, he was like, oh, oh, yeah? You guys broke up? Oh, oh, you must be devastated. You're so in love. It's probably for the best, though. Your Instagram and your Twitter account really suffered. You totally lost your personality when, you're in a rela- when you were in a relationship. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Because even if that's true, so who fucking cares? I lost my personality on Twitter and Instagram while I was in a relationship. That's not true. But second to that, what are we living for? What does this guy think the whole point of life is? Like I'm supposed to have like a blog called I'm Boy Crazy up until I'm like 70 or 80? Like you're not supposed to morph and change. You're not supposed to take human relationships and what's right in front of you in real life more seriously than your profiles it's like jesus fucking christ anyway so that was disgusting and made me judge him because that statement said so much more about that guy than me um and i was like oh this lechy creepy guy he's like there's this book called the game and that he reminds me of like guys who read that book called The Game because what they learn how to do is insult girls because they think that that's how you get a girl. You insult her, you neg her, you tell her something negative about herself, and then the girl's going to be like, oh, my God, are you serious? Oh, no, my Facebook suffered. Oh, no, my Instagram account wasn't as good when I was like, oh, no. Anyway, that does not interest me. That's a whole other thing. Like, I think I got out of my relationship having, like, I don't have time for bullshit creepers or just creepy, weird bullshit. I just don't have time for it. And I see it so clearly. 
and I just, I just want every girl listening to feel the exact same way and not to fall for these kind of creepy fucking dick-picking, nagging, bullshit dudes. It's so lame. And it didn't even, and I was thinking about it, and I'm going to tell you about the text he sent me later that night around like 3 o'clock in the morning. But I'll speed up a bit. The next morning I woke up and I was thinking about it, and it bothered me. But it, it didn't really bother me. I just smiled and laughed it off and went, ugh. Because I realized a long time ago that dude would have bothered me. But now I notice what he's doing and I go, huh, I don't have to let it bother me. I'll just let it go. Well, that's that creepy energy. All right, not going to hold on to that. So the reason I'm fucking ranting about it isn't because it bothered me. It's more because I noticed it in a new way as an adult and I'm reflecting on it and I don't want other girls. I want other girls who are listening, I want you to, I want guys who are listening to not be that way and to not be so fucking, oh God, it just sounds like you have a little dick when you talk like this. It doesn't work on a, on a good woman, on a smart woman. And that's what all, all you girls would be like aiming to be. I'm not trying to be like, hey ladies and like whatever. It's so fucking gnarly, gnarly and gross. But I'm just saying it's interesting. I just noticed that I was a certain way years ago and now I'm different. And I noticed that people around me behavior stays the same, but how I, how I react to it is what's changed, and that's kind of interesting. Anyway, so, yeah, the next day I was like, oh, I don't have to let that bother me. I can just roll my eyes and move on to the next thing. Years ago, I would have really spiraled and really felt bad about it. Anyway, anyway, but so 3 o'clock in the morning on Halloween, he sends me a text, and he uh, he's like, oh, do you need a cuddle partner? Now that you're single, do you need a cuddle partner? Don't worry. I don't even want to have sex with you. My dick wouldn't even work this late hour, this at this hour of, of night or something. And so I read that to my girlfriend, Sophia, and she's like totally grossed out by it. And she, but she says to me, she goes, oh, yeah, but you invite that kind of, that, that kind of energy. You invite that kind of text because, you know, you're Alexi, you talk about sex and blah, blah, blah. And it made me so bummed out that she said that because I don't want to be the kind of person who invites that into my life. So maybe that's why I'm making such a big deal out of it. Yeah, I talk about sex and dating relationships and blah, 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 whatever. But I'm not trying to be sent dick pics. And I'm not going to choose the dude. I'm not amused by the guy who's in a dick pic and whatever and is all crass when that's not like, anyway. Does any of this make sense? I hope it does. That's like, I don't know. That made me just think like, yeah, I don't know. So I just I just wanted to make it super clear. So I posted something on my Instagram, at Alexi Wasser, just like this weird little rant text, a photo of text that I wrote. I put that on Instagram like the day after Halloween. Ugh, I'm parched. Hold on. <clears throat> and I just wrote something about how like, you know, I don't like sarcasm. I don't like dick pics. I don't do, like dudes who come on way too strong. Like, when it's totally, you know, whatever, whatever. Because I don't want my girlfriends telling me that I invite that kind of behavior. Because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to invite that kind of behavior. And I don't think I do. And I want to make that perfectly clear. That's not what I'm okay with. Anyway, so I might have to take a phone call or play a song. Because I think I need to, I need to drink some Gatorade. I was on a flight today. 
because I'm, I'm in New York, you guys. I flew to New York. Don't you remember? Don't you even give a fuck? It's a lot for me. It's midnight where I am. It's almost one in the morning where I am. Um, all right. Hmm, 661 area code. This could just be another prank call. 661? Hello? Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, can you hear me? I can. Is my sound okay? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm Mira. I'm from California. Wait, what's your name and how old are you? Mira, and I'm 19. My name's kind of funky. It's, like, weird. No, it's like Mira Sorvino. It's you like a you like an old Yeah, there you go. Friend. One of the first people to ever get that. I'm shocked, but I shouldn't be because you're Lexi Wasser. Wasser. Totally mispronounced Thank your you. name. So, I mean, no, it's totally it's totally fine. But Mira, I have a I'm question. calling is, because is, wait, I'm wait, having Mira. a dilemma. Uh, Mira. Mira. Yeah. So I, I I don't know if this, I think I already got my answer, yeah. but um, I want to ask you, um, is my sound okay? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're good. Is mine like weird? Is it off? Oh no, I just I just want to make sure because I'm I, I'm you know I've never broadcast out of the place that I'm broadcasting from, so I want to make sure that you uh-huh. can the sound quality is okay. No, you're crystal. Oh, cool. Okay, so what's up with you? Okay, so I'm taking this life drawing class, and um, I've been like going through some like weird shit in my life lately, so I'm just like. Not really all there, I guess. And normally I'm, like, really inviting and open, um, but I just haven't been. You know, this semester, everything's, like, out of whack. So I've been really aloof and kind of closed off and uninviting, and I guess I kind of come off cold. So nobody's really been approaching me except for two people, three actually, in that class. One of them's like, a really weird kind of seedy, creepy guy who's always, like, looking over my shoulder and I always feel him looking at me and it makes me feel really grossed out and disgusted. (laughs) So there's that. But another one is this guy who kind of like, you know, it's the the guy that you want to talk to you. Can you hear me still? Hello? Oh yeah, I'm totally listening. So you got the creepy dude who's like looking over his shoulder. Sorry, starting to get a little choppy. I am? Yeah, a little. Okay, now it's good now. Okay, so yeah. Um, So he's been talking to me and it's like, you know how girls are when a guy starts to talk to them? We get all, like, weird FBI. <laughs> so well, wait, I did a little lurking, a... and I found out that he's not single. So I'm like, what the fuck, right? Because sisterhood, like, I don't want to cross that line. I don't want to be one of those girls. But at the same time, he doesn't know that I know, and he keeps, like, making advances. And it's, like, obvious, you know what I mean? It's not like, because he doesn't give anybody that attention. It's just me, and I'm not out there seeking it. Like, I've never once approached him. It's always me. And the kind of stuff he says, it's just like, okay, like, <laughs> you're trying to, I don't know, you know, make this go somewhere or, like, start a conversation or, like, ask me to hang out. Like, I can tell it's headed in that direction. You know what I mean? But you like him, though, right? Yeah, I think he's really cute. We have a lot in common. And I'm just super, like, tired of all these, like, weird, creepy, seedy guys. And i so that's all I ever get like so finally this normal human being approaches me and I'm like okay like you seem nice enough I guess um but he has a girlfriend so what the hell like what the hell well why are you talking to me if you're in a relationship what do I do do I just stop talking to him or do I just am I overthinking it yes you're overthinking it here's the deal he's not asked you out yet 
he's talking. He's just talking to you. It's okay that you you're allowed to flirt. He's allowed to flirt. Maybe he's not. He, you guys are so young. Is he 19 also? Probably. I'm thinking so. But here's the thing. Like I look a lot older than I am. So the guys that always like talk like they're always older than like they're 27. They're in their 30s, which is like totally not okay with me because. I don't like guys that are that much older than me, um, but he looks his age, and he's talking to me. I don't know if he knows how old I am, but I know how old he is, and I'm like, how old is he? I don't know. It's like refreshing to me. You know what I mean? Like finally a normal human being that like but how, I'm totally okay he? with. He's not weird. He's not a creepy old dude who hangs around my work to try to talk to me, and he's not like this not- weird. Can you creepy, not hear me at guy all? that stares at me all the time in class and follows can me around. Hear, that guy literally can you not follows hear me, me at all? Out. Mira, can you not hear yeah, me at sorry, all? Yeah, sorry, I can hear you now. It's choppy. What were you saying? Has, it, has my show been choppy the entire night? It's, it's not you. It's me. My phone's broken, so I've been using my Skype, and it's just a mess. But Okay, here's what I'm saying. How old is he? How old is he? Mm-hmm. He's either my he's either nineteen or twenty, one or the other. So here's what when you see him next time, uh, next time you're in class, just talk to him and say, "Hey, how old are you?" Like ask him how old he is, and then ask him, ask him if he has a girlfriend. Just ask him and see what he says. Really, you don't think that's too straightforward? Because like it's like we've talked, but it's always about like art or music or something. You know what I mean? It's like. No personal questions. He has asked me, like, you know, like, vague personal questions, like, how have you been or how's life, but nothing, like, super personal. So I feel like it would be weird to spring that kind of question on him, especially considering I've never been one to initiate conversation. Okay, here's the thing, though. Do you like him? You do. Here's the deal. You yeah, like I'm him? into it, obviously. You're, you're into it. You're thinking about him. So when you just – let him keep talking. If you think he's going to take it somewhere, let him take it somewhere. If you think he's going to ask you out, let him ask you out. If Is that okay, though? Am I crossing, yes. like, this whole no, the girl it. code? Mira. Mira, stop it. Girl code. You don't even know if he's breaking up with his girlfriend, if he likes her anymore, how they're doing, what the deal is. Here's the deal. You're a human being. He's a human being. Even you just said that. Just talk to him. And you're, and you're he's 19. He's not going to get married to this girl talk to him and go out to coffee with him and like walk like walk somewhere after class with him like walk to go get coffee or whatever and just like talk and then if he seems like he's flirting with you and he wants to make out with you or he wants to like take you on a date then for sure be like hey do you have a girlfriend I'm just wondering because we've never talked about this but I feel like I've heard you've had a you have a girlfriend or just say do you have a girlfriend you're allowed to ask questions you're a woman you're a girl whatever you are you're totally allowed to ask questions. You know what I mean? Like, it's not bad to be straightforward. Be straightforward. That's awesome. Like, if he has a girl, and if he says yes, if he says yes, just say, yeah, I'd love to go on a date with you or, like, hang out or whatever. But, you know, maybe when you don't have a girlfriend. But we can be friends until you're single, you know, and then we can go on a date or whatever. You can just be silly. Just flirt with him. It's all good. You're not making out with him. Yeah, you're, you're so right. You're so right. You know, yeah. honestly, on this whole like overthinking thing I think it's like stemmed from just a big like mess of the old CD guys trying to talk to me and no one my age ever approaching me so finally when someone does it's like oh my god what do I do you know what I mean 
totally. We'll just like just breathe and like let it let it just turn into whatever it's going to turn into, and don't make out with him if he has a girlfriend, but continue making this new friend that you think is cool. At least you're excited about a human being. That's like the first step. That's awesome. So don't try to don't try to put an end to that just because you think of weird girl codes. Like fuck that. Like you do whatever you want. Like yeah, don't fuck around with a dude who has a girlfriend, but sure as hell talk to him and laugh and even flirting is okay. But just don't make yeah. out with them or kiss or have sex with them. Yeah, my best friend, my best friend Andrea says the same thing. She's like, it's okay to be friends. You can just kind of ease into it. But the way I see it is like, why is he only talking to me? Like, why does he make an effort to like, like walk up to me after class or like, you know, all this stuff. It's just, I don't want to like get into detail about it and like blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, it's obvious to you when like a guy is making a move. Yes. So, yeah, but, I mean, it's, like, obviously I don't want to steer it in that direction if he's with somebody because that would be fucked up on my part. Now, stop deciding what things are and steer it in that direction. Just, like, you're allowed to initiate conversation, too. You can say hello to him and, like, talk to him after class, too. You can suggest going to go get a cup of coffee or, like, having lunch or be like, I'm going to go get something to eat or I want to go get a bagel or I'm going to go get a fucking muffin at the coffee shack or whatever the fuck they have on campus wherever you are but like and then sit down and talk and hang out like I have so many platonic male friends most of which I've dated but at one point or but whatever or but I have a lot of friends that you know are just my platonic male friends now here's the thing that's cool though I've also been hit on by many lurky creepy dudes that you're like oh gross these guys so do you know what a miracle and how wonderful it feels when somebody flirts with you that you feel excited about too? That's like the best feeling. I can't wait for that to happen again in my life. I don't know if it ever will. You know what I mean? Like that's. Oh, know, man, what are you talking about? You're such a catch. You're so right. I'm such a catch. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm totally fucking out. Like, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to be rude to my ex-boyfriend. Anyway, um, I mean, whatever. Anyway. So here's the deal. Just keep this thing going. Stop overthinking it. Go have, when's class again? Tomorrow? Uh-huh. When do you have class with this guy again? Yeah, it's going to be next Monday. Cool. Next Monday, uh, is there some weird coffee place near your classroom? Uh-huh. Is there? Yeah. Okay, cool. So be like, after class, be like, I'm going to go get some coffee. Will you come with me? Just and then just start walking there. It'll be like, oh, okay. Or you can just go. I'm gonna go get some coffee. Come with me. Just tell him, but do it in an upbeat, flirty way. You know what I mean? Do what I said. Ask him. Just say, come with me. Come with me to go get some coffee uh, next Monday when you see him. And then just keep talking. And then if he, you know, you know what I mean, just go with the flow. And then if he flirts with you and asks you on a date or tries to kiss you, just say, do you have a girlfriend? Just ask it just like I did. Do you have a girlfriend? And I'll go, oh, yeah. Or, no, we just broke up. Anyway, so I hope that helps. Um, wait, is this the prank phone caller? I can't remember. Is this the prank phone caller? 479? Hello? Oh, it's not the prank phone caller. How are you doing? What's going on? Tell me everything. Uh, I just, I don't know if this is my phone. I didn't hear it. Four, Hello? Four, seven, yes, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, Heather, 18, Arkansas. 
Hi, Heather. Heather has called before. We love Heather. She's been on my blog before in video form. She's totally cool. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? I'm good. I'm in college right now. And my question is, what is the protocol for when you're, say, at your college and you walk past somebody and they're just too beautiful to walk past. Oh, God. I, you know, I've been watching a lot of True Blood lately, and I usually like very skinny, weird-looking dudes, but now I feel like I'm totally into, like, male gods or something, like Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, t- to be fair, most of the guys in Arkansas aren't attractive, so it only happens, like, maybe once every two weeks that I see a guy who's, like, that attractive, but... Oh God! What do you do? So here, so are you single? Yeah. So, and who are these guys? Where are they coming from? Is it is it one specific guy who's like at your school? Um. No, like I don't think any of the guys in any of my classes are hot, and that's just sad. But um, <laughs> like it'll just be like I'll be on my way to class, and like a really hot guy will walk by, or I'll be like going to get something to eat and he'll just be sitting there and like just I don't know I don't have any classes with anybody who's not kind of creepy oh god well I have two schools of thought on this one you could you could make a direct approach and come up with some weird excuse to talk to them talk to them and be like hey is your name Kenny do you have biology 101 in the you know building F sector or and just like start a conversation or you just look at them, make eye contact, hold it for a few seconds, and uh, continue on. Then look away and keep walking. And, and hopefully, if they think you're attractive, you'll have made an impression, and hopefully you'll see them again. So those are two different ways of handling the same mm-hmm. situation. You know what I mean? So, like, if you see some hot dude in school and he's not in any of your classes, just make eye contact, and you can always mouth hello or hi. And then, I don't know, guys move so much slower. Guys are either, like, into you and they're going to, like, it's so bizarre. It's so hard to say because... They're either, like, way too overconfident or yeah. they don't know how to say anything. Then you know what? Just say, know. hi, can I borrow a pen? You should just be like, hi, excuse me. And they'll be like, what? What? Yeah, what's going on? And they'll be like, this is totally random. Do you have a pen I can borrow? So I'm freaking out. I need a pen. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, hold on. Then they're like, well, you can ask them where you got his shoes or something. I just ask to borrow a pen or go, what is your name? Or I don't know. If you want to be bold, and I and I think it's cool, you should, but it should be very subtle bold, you should just stop them. And, and first you make sure, so here's the deal. I'm, I'm, I'm getting here slowly but surely. Okay, here's, here's, I'm pretending I'm you. I'm taking this very seriously. Okay. Um. It depends on how fast the guy is walking, okay? Like, he can't be walking too fast. But if he is, ugh, what are they going to do? You can't be walking too fast. How fast are these guys usually walking? Um, Pretty fast, stop? usually. Oh, but oh, today oh, I saw oh, a guy who was just reading a book. So. Oh, cool. Oh, God. But then should he look up from his book? Yeah. Well, and I sat down behind I... him so as to <laughs> stare at him. Well, how about next time sit down kind of next to him but not too close, but, like, you know, like a few feet away? Mm-hmm. 
and then take out like a journal or a book or your cell phone and then or take out a book and go, excuse me, can I borrow a pen? I really think the key to, to making new friends is asking to borrow a pen. I really do because uh, you're, in, you're in college or you're in school or wherever you are. You're in school. Yeah, everybody needs a pen. Everybody needs a pen. And, and you know what? You know, those those days are going to be gone soon. So you better borrow a pen when you have the chance is what I think. So here, okay. You need to borrow a pen. With, okay. So step one, eye contact and then say hi. Uh, step two, if the person, if the guy is not moving quickly. <laughs> oh, God. If the guy is not moving quickly, instead of sitting sitting behind him, you sit beside him, but not too scary, freaky close. You, you sit a few feet away, and then you go as if you don't give a fuck, because you have to act like you don't give a fuck, because you're just living your life. No big deal. Who cares? You don't even notice him. What's the big deal? You're just you're just Heather, and you are living your important, cool life, and you don't give a fuck about this dude. So then, oh no, you need a pen. What are you gonna do? Oh shit! There, oh maybe this guy has a pen. And then you go, excuse me. Yeah. Can I borrow a pen? I'm sorry. Do you have a pen I can borrow? I'm just like. Totally thought I had one. I don't have one. Oh, yeah. So hold on. And then if you want to be really intense, if you want to be really intense, you could write him a note. You could be like, do you have a pen? And he'd be like, yeah, here, here you go. And then he goes back to his fucking, you know, Lady Chatterley book or whatever the fuck he's reading, Mad Libs. And then you, yeah, he's like reading Mad Libs, and he's like, but I need my pen for Mad Libs. Anyway, whatever. You can borrow it. And then you can write down a little note and be like, hi, I'm Heather. <laughs> or you can be like, will you go to prom with me, winky face? Here's, and then write down your number. And then that could be coming on too strong, just like some guys cannot handle that shit. Um, well, we don't have write, prom in college. I know, I was just being silly. Or you could always write you could always write him a note and be like, thank you for the pen, I appreciate it. Um, uh, and then you could like give him your number. Or be like, XO Heather. I don't know. That seems a little aggressive. I don't know. I'm confused. It all depends. You have, to, yeah. you, have to vibe the, you have to vibe the situation. But as long as you start the conversation, the ball is in his court to see what he does with it. You know what I mean? And all you need to do is yeah. get the conversation going. And, guys, if you're out there and you're listening, help girls like Heather. And, I mean, I'm usually pretty good in these situations. I just, like, talk to people and figure out a way to – I can just figure out a way to talk to anybody. Or I'm really good at eye contact and, like, like I make eye contact, I smile, I look away, I look back, I smile again. And I do that with guys that I don't want to talk to. That's the worst part because I'm so good at, like, flirting and I'm so awkward. I flirt with all the dudes I don't like and then all the dudes I really think are cute. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I don't, I don't look up at all. I just look down. <laughs> I just look down the whole time. That's not totally true. But um, did I help you at all? Yeah. Because oh, I'm just I'm I just get nervous about talking to to people I don't know. But I think the um, that I I'm going to need a pen 24/7 from now on. Good, I like your style. Okay, cool. And then um, you can always be like, here's your pen back, and then you can go. If you ever need a pen, like you know, I'm. When if you ever need to borrow a pen, you come to me. And then, that, but then the guy might not get. It. But whatever, you just be come up with anything, yeah. any kind of key thing. Like, here's your pen back. Thank you so much. Oh, what are you reading? Or, or um, are you on my 
fifth period, whatever economics, blah blah blah. And no, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, yeah. or you could, whatever. You could write him a little note. Thank you. Thank you for letting me borrow your pen. And then you give him the pen and the note back, or whatever. Just just get the get the ball rolling. That's all that matters. And then so the guy has to do something. The guy has to fucking come up with something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This is great. Tell me how the pens go. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, bye, Heather. Oh, here's something that, that's uh, really embarrassing for me that happened this week. Okay. So, oh, and on a side note of a side note, I will tell you this embarrassing story. But this apartment that I'm staying in and I'm being put up in for this job in New York, um, it's the producer's boyfriend's place, and he's like a lawyer or whatever he is. And it's a really cute apartment that he should totally like. I mean, he won't. He doesn't need to. But I, you know, I would totally use Airbnb if I was Airbnb or Airbnb this place because this is like totally adorable and in a great neighborhood and stylish and clean and blah blah blah. But there are all these books everywhere, and I was like, I just met the producer girl and she's totally cool and she like gave me keys to the place and got me all set up. And then I was walking around the apartment when I got here, like, a few hours ago. And I was, like, looking at all the book titles, and I was, like, and there's, like, a drum kit here. The guy the guy plays drums, and my ex-boyfriend and pretty much, like, every guy I've ever dated is either, like, is pretty much a drummer. Like, I love drummers, and most of them, most of their names start with J. It's insane. I don't know what the fuck that means, but it's a pretty bizarre coincidence that most of the dudes, a lot of dudes I've dated, maybe seven of them or eight of them all had first names that started with a J were drummers and good drummers. My last boyfriend's the best drummer in the world though. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So there's a drum kit here. There are all these amazing books and I'm kind of looking around and I'm like, Oh my God, the producer's boyfriend whose apartment I'm staying in. I mean, he's not here, obviously it's just me, but I was thinking, thinking like, Oh my God, he totally gets me. He like he like reads all the same books that I read. He likes the drum. He plays drums. I play drums, and I like guys who play drums. He's got. I can't believe this. What if he's my future husband? I can't believe I'm staying in my future husband's apartment in New York, but he's dating the producer of the person. <laughs> anyway, that's where, uh, that's 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 where my brain went for like two seconds, and then I like realized how insane that was, and laughed at myself because that was just a funny moment in my head because that's how my brain works. Um, anyway, so here's what happened this week. The day before Halloween, I had a date to have dinner with an 86-year-old woman. Her name is Roz. And I met Roz like a few months ago and I got her number because I thought she would be an interesting uh, podcast guest. I thought she'd be really good on Boy Crazy Radio because she's 86, really peppy, energy, cool, badass, funny, ballsy lady, you know, and she had all these, she has all these theories on like divorce and marriage and life and blah, 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 and you know what, it's like cool to talk to older people, it's sure as hell cool to talk to like somebody who's 86, you know what I mean, like, and if they still have energy and their wits about them and like they have stories to tell, they sure as hell have, they sure as hell have like more stories than I have. And I think I and I like to think I have a lot of stories to tell. But anyway, so I got her phone number, but I wasn't in the right mood to call her for like a month. You know how like sometimes you have somebody's number 
but you're not you're not in the right mind frame to to like call them on the phone. I mean, I know nobody calls anybody on the phone nowadays, pretty much, but I still do because it's exciting and fun, and I've always loved the phone. I love texting. I love fucking texting, but and I love Instagram, and I'm very addicted to Instagram and all of that. But I also love the phone, the phone. But anyway, but I get really weird because I'm an only child and. I'm just good at being alone and I get all in my head and I just get shy sometimes. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm not in the right mind frame to be calling anybody or being in public. Ah, I can't do this. So finally, like a month after meeting her, I call her up and I'm like, whoa, oh, it's Alexi. We met at that thing. You know, like, I'd love to have you on my podcast and blah, blah, blah. And I asked her about relationship advice and my situation with my ex-boyfriend and the long distance situation and why we were breaking up and blah, blah, blah. And she gave me advice. and But she was like, Alexi, if you want to get to know someone really in a real way, instead of having me on your podcast for the first time without, you know, you, without coming to my house first and having dinner with me, let me start over. She said, instead of having me on your podcast, Alexi, you should come over to my house and have dinner first because you can learn a lot about a person way more from somebody by visiting their house. I mean, obviously, I was kind of just telling you that story. Looking at all the books and the drum kit and all the stuff of this place that I'm staying at in New York. So I was like, oh, my God, that's a great point. Roz, you're so right. I would love that. Okay, cool. Let's set a dinner date. She goes, okay, come over, bring a bottle of wine, or we'll have drinks, and I'll make you dinner, and I'll make you scrambled eggs for dinner. And I was like, oh, no, is she senile? Like, I don't know what's happening, but she thought she – she made it sound very arty and fun and cute and spunky or whatever. So I was like, yeah, scrambled eggs. Do you have any toast? And she was like, I have toast. I was like, okay, I'll see you at 6 p.m. on Thursday. So Wednesday came around, and she called me up, and she said, Alexis, uh, I'm so sorry. I have plans with my family. I've got to, I'm going to Malibu with my family. Plans changed. I'm sorry. I've got to reschedule with you. I called her and I said, okay, cool, let's reschedule. And she said, let's do it the following Thursday, same time, 6 p.m., my house, here's the address, come over, I'll make you dinner. And next Thursday was October 30th, the day before Halloween. So on Thursday, I call her up and, uh, yeah, I call her up and I go, hey, Roz, it's Alexi. So I'm just confirming we're on for tonight, right? We're on, we're having dinner. We're having dinner tonight, right? And she goes, no, Thursday. And I went, yeah, yeah, I know. Tonight is Thursday. I'm confirming. Are we still on for tonight, Thursday? And she goes, Thursday. Yes, I will see you Thursday. And I'm like, okay, um, tonight's Thursday. See you later. And that, that, that was our conversation. So I go to Whole Foods. I didn't get much done. I didn't get much done that day. I think I was depressed over the breakup because every single day I experienced pangs of pangs in my heart, intense, intense pangs. I think I wrote a little bit, but my main goal was to go to Whole Foods and uh, and then go to meet, go to go to Roz's house. So I go to Whole Foods and I buy, I go, I buy roses, I buy these beautiful pink tea roses. And I buy two beautiful big cupcakes, one in chocolate and the other one's vanilla. And I bring a bottle of red wine. 
and I drive to Ross's house, and uh, and I met her in front of her apartment building in Beverly Hills, and I buzz the buzzer, and I go, and she goes, uh, hello, hello, and I go, Ross, it's me, it's me, it's Alexi, I'm downstairs, I'm here, and she went, what, who, and I went, Ross, it's, it's me, it's, it's Alexi, we have dinner plans tonight, I'm, I'm, out, I'm downstairs, I brought roses. And she went, oh, no, no, I don't, uh, Thursday, next Thursday. And I, I go, oh, no, but I, but I called to confirm, and, um, you know, I have a bottle of red wine with me, I brought this, I'm just downstairs, I, oh, no, and she said, oh, no, honey, I can't do this, you know, I, I could, I could throw a, I could throw a t-shirt on. And I just felt so bad because I know that feeling of when you're not expecting someone or for whatever reason and, like, you know, you're not in the mood to see somebody. Yeah, I just, I didn't have the heart to be like, yeah, throw on a T-shirt, I'm coming up. So I just felt like it was just such a weird feeling because she had already canceled the previous Thursday, which was fine because plans came up. But then the following Thursday when I'm, like, downstairs with roses and a bottle of wine and I don't even drink wine but I was like so excited I was like I Instagrammed about it like if you look on my Instagram at Alexi Wasser no big deal whatever okay at Alexi Wasser if you scroll down there's a photo of this woman and I think she's so awesome and cool and I I was like right before I got out of my car to, to buzz her buzzer I like Instagram this photo of like this is Roz I'm, I, I'm you know about to go on a uh, a hot date with my 86-year-old friend, Roz. She's 86 and fabulous. And I totally posted that and then got completely denied. And the bummer was, the bummer was, the main thing, okay, so it was a miscommunication, maybe. There was a miscommunication. That's fine. Um, and she she decided, she she was like, you know, she didn't want to come down. I, I was like, should I leave the flowers downstairs? And she was like, no. Oh, God. But the main bummer from this was the fact that in my head, because I think I was very clear. Like, she's 86. I'm not mad at her. Like, I was just excited. Bummer was I was framing the idea that being 86 years old was this amazing thing. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, you got your wits about you. Life is great at 86. No big deal. And then my fucking, the bubble was burst. Because I get there and she has like no recollection. There's all this mass confusion and like, and all of a sudden it isn't as glamorous and fun and like full of energy and spunk and you know, it was like the reality was she forgot or she was easily confused or whatever. And maybe it was my fault. I, I want to take the blame because I was like, fuck, I didn't say it clearly enough. Fuck, it was my fault. Because I don't want to believe that maybe she. It's a little forgetful because that makes me sad because I want to hold on to the hope that everything's possible still, even when you're 86. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm experiencing a lot of different feelings. But uh, and then another part of me was like, I'm not fucking buying flowers and red wine and cupcakes again. I'm done. Like, this is like the second time the universe has tried to tell me, like, maybe you're not supposed to hang out with this lady. Uh, maybe she's going to murder you. Or maybe... She's going to die while you're in your, your, her apartment. No, I'm not trying to say that. Knock on wood. I, not, I don't want that to happen. But uh, I'm not even trying to, trying to, I don't even, I don't even allude to that. Anyway, 
but that's something that happened to me the night I got like I got like seriously dissed or just like totally deflated on the 30th and uh and I was still talking to my ex-boyfriend at the time we were still texting (gasps) oh yeah because he had gotten a, a tattoo of my initials he still has it over his heart and uh and I got really excited about that. I was like, wow, even though I, I technically asked him to do that, I asked my ex-boyfriend to get a tattoo. I was like, I don't, I don't want you to get a tattoo of my initials on your heart. And he did it. And I, I knew he would, but I also wasn't sure if he would. I thought maybe he would just decide not to because, you know, he didn't, he never really, he never really, uh, he never really came to the table and, and discussed living in Los Angeles like he said he would eventually. He never he never did a lot of things. So I thought, why would he, why would he, uh, even though he's a great guy, but I'm saying like, I don't know. Who knows what he's going to do? So he did that. And that was like a big deal for me. I was like, wow, I can't believe he did this thing. And this is a big gesture. And even though I asked him to do it, he still did it. And that means he loves me. And this is all going to work out. But then I realized, and this goes for anybody breaking up or who needs space or needs to reflect or is not really letting letting the the problems that you're experiencing with your significant other sink in and letting the death of the relationship sink in. Like when you stay in contact with somebody, when nothing's changed and the problem that you're breaking up over is not being resolved and it's not being addressed or looked at and nothing is changing, if you stay in, in, in contact with one another, then neither person in the relationship will do the work that they need to do to reflect on the issues you need to reflect on. So I realized, fuck, if I want this guy that I that I love, that I'm not technically with anymore, if I want him to seriously consider, seriously feel the loss of me and experience what it's like not to have me in his life, and to think about the things that he never took the time to think about while we were in the relationship, like considering moving to L.A. or thinking about that, what that would entail or or just, just thinking about it. Um, if I keep in contact with him, he'll only focus on the texts we're sending back and forth to one another. He'll only focus on the fact that, oh, she's in my life. I'm I'm getting immediate gratification from her. I'm getting attention from her. I'm in I'm in the pro, I'm texting with her. We're on the phone together. We're in it, as opposed to that that you need silence and you need separation sometimes to like let things sink in and really reflect on things. So that's what I'm in the process of doing. Oh, so so I got really mad actually. The idea of the tattoo actually I talked about it with my therapist. I was so happy about it last week, but. My therapist and I were both like, wait a minute. He almost shouldn't have done that because, I mean, it's cool that he did. It's very rock and roll, and he's in a, he's in a band, so it's totally congruent with, with his lifestyle. But it's a mind fuck because it's like saying, on the one hand, like, I love you so much. I'm going to get your initials forever tattooed on my chest, even though tattoos can be removed. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get this tattooed on my chest over my heart. But I can't move to Los Angeles or talk about the future in a real way. I can only be wishy-washy and terrified 
it's just bizarre. And but then he does this grand gesture to like suck me in and make you know what I mean. So it was weird. I just felt very. I got really angry, and I got angry talking to his mom because I realized, wait, why is his mom calling me, talking about him, when he's 37 and he should be running his own life. My mom called him one time because I asked her to because I was not expressing myself clearly and I said, can you please help me save this relationship? I need you to like talk to him because we're not talking to each other very well right now. So she did that on my behalf. But my mom doesn't just call him or text him. Uh, on her own because I would be furious with her if she did that. Anyway, um, now I'm going off too far in a direction I don't want to go off in. But anyway, so on Friday, on Halloween day, I realized no contact. I can't have any contact with you. So that's what's been going on. So there's been no texting or phone calls or emailing or anything since Halloween. And it's fucking tough. So if anybody else is going through that, be strong because I'm doing that. Look how happy I am. Anyway. What? Okay. Oh, man, I was so confused last week before my show. I never even talked about this. I totally realized I had only shaved one armpit and my undies were on backwards. Like, I don't know how, that's so unlike me. I was like, I don't know what was wrong with me. I was very topsy-turvy. I don't know what was wrong. But I feel way better. Maybe New York disagrees with me. I'm going to take my bra off right now. I'm taking my bra off right now. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Oh. On the plane, I watched Boyhood. Have you seen Boyhood? Oh, man. This movie is so good. This movie is intense. Speaking of a movie that my ex-boyfriend, sorry, sorry. (laughs) This is such a fucking downward spiral of, like, the vagina vagina monologues. Anyway, um, my ex-boyfriend and all of you should watch Boyhood, but especially him because, oh, man such an intense film and it was uh, just about just about fucked up childhood and fucked up horrible things happening and life just going life is happening you see this kid they film this kid throughout his life like they keep revisiting him and they use the same actor kid it's like Richard Linklater is that his name yeah made this movie anyway it's just really good I'm not doing it justice but I think you guys and especially my ex-boyfriend should watch this film because it is oh, just a lot. It's good. It's worth it. That's all I'm saying. Phone call. Is this a 323 area code? And I miss Los Angeles. Area code 323? Hello. Hello. What's going on? 323, what's happening? How's it going? Um, oh, I'm I've, always, so I've always wanted to call in. I've never called in. Well, maybe you picked the wrong night because I'm going on a weird downward spiral. I'm being like, I don't want to talk about my ex boyfriend, but I'm going to say everything I'm feeling right now. <laughs> so far. What's that? Your phone's cutting out. Hello? It's been completely about your boyfriend. From the, whole show has been com- the whole show has been completely about my boyfriend? Even your other people is, is similar to... Oh, your phone's cutting in now. We can't really understand anything you're saying. Oh, no. Still? Oh, now it's better. So start over. What did you say? I think the whole show has been about your ex-boyfriend. That's you okay. Can... I think we we can all glean a lot of, of knowledge from that, in my feelings. Yeah. And like the advice that you've given to other people has been 
advice for yourself, which is good advice. Well, I just, you know, I'm, I'm taking from my own experiences, and I'm just, I'm really personalizing stuff with people, but I feel like I am giving okay advice. But what's up with yeah. you? Oh, I don't know. I, I was just calling in. Um, I Well, and your last rant was fit well with my situation, but I'm kind of, I went through like a pretty rough breakup last year. Can you still hear me? Yes, now I can hear you so much better. Um, I went through a pretty rough breakup last year and, uh, had, you know, been going to therapy, getting through it. And, um, but still there's that, you know, like that residue image of the old person, especially now that I'm like seeing somebody new and kind of like her, but still, you know, there's that blockage of not having access. Well, your phone's cutting it out again, but I think I understand what you're saying. So you're kind of like, you're not granting access to the new girl because you have, you're like comparing her to the old girl and you're you're remembering the old girl, right? Yeah, sort of. I mean, it's not even comparing. It's like literally my, my brain synapses won't allow me to think in the terms of love with... Uh, a new person without it associating directly with that old person. Does that make sense? Well, Can you hear me? Yeah, why, yeah, yeah. Why do, I'll tell you when I can't hear you again, but why did you guys break up? Why did you and last girl break up? Um, a uh, uh, distance-related issue from school. And I didn't a what? A distance-related distance thing? Yeah, distance problems. Oh, my God. I can't believe you. Why are you copying my life? Why am I copying your life? I know. <laughs> it's very similar. It's not, it's not, uh, it was, I was changing a lot of things for her um, and was going to, like, buy Coastal, but it didn't. She she cut it off before that could happen. It was very upsetting for me because I thought I was doing a lot. You know, like, I I wasn't just getting a tattoo you know. <laughs> well, no, he would visit me a lot too, but I mean, at some point, I he's know. older than you. He's 37, um, okay. and his mom's making phone calls for him. He's gotta, he's gotta come to the table and do his own shit, or speak up for himself. But whatever. So, go on. Yeah. Um. No, but I, I don't know. I, I guess my question is more. Uh, I feel like I've only been to a couple. Really, should be. Other than oh, God, you're, going to shh, you're, still? Your phone. Is it still bad right now? Is it, is it my phone? Has my phone been fucked up the entire show? Or is it no, no, no. Totally my, my, my house doesn't allow okay, my phone I'm gonna to give, work. I, I'm going to give you some blanket advice based on what I'm vibing that you're saying. And uh, I, you know what? I might, I, might, I might use my own situation, too, uh, just to fucking keep talking about this thing I said I would never talk about tonight. But whatever. Here's my advice, all joking aside. When you meet the right next girl, all that shit, I swear, will just work itself out and fall to the wayside. And whether or not it's like you just need more time or you haven't met the right person, like just trust that like, because that's what I'm doing right now. See, I'm going to take it right back to me. That's what I'm doing. I asked my mom this. The The only reason I give advice is because my mom gives great advice and she gives She's, she still gives me the best advice. And, and 
And uh, so I asked her today on the way to the airport, I went, am I going to be okay? And she goes, oh, you are going to be great. <laughs> You're going to be totally great. And uh, she said, I, she, I said, but what if I never fall in love again like this and blah, 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 and I can't even imagine. And because I was just so madly in love, I'm still madly in love. I'm just so bummed. You know, I, I do the same thing that you're doing, like where it's like you have that other person in your brain. It's fucking tough. You're addicted to somebody. It's they're, They matter to you. It's like, what the fuck? So, like, but that this, this has happened before to me. And this will happen, you know, and this has probably happened to you before as well, but maybe if it hasn't, here's the thing. Time makes everything better. And, and even my mom reminded me, she said, you went through a breakup years ago, and and I know that you, and, and you met this guy one time, I remember, and he didn't end up being the right guy for you. But you told me years ago, Alexi, you said, mommy, mommy, I, you know, I met this guy, and he just made me laugh so much, and we had the best date in the world, and we drove all around LA, and we we're singing, and we we're laughing, and and I don't know if I want him to be my boyfriend, but I can't remember being so happy. This is how it's supposed to be, this fun and this happy. And I was just laughing till I was crying. It was crazy. Like, And that's the guy. And the only reason I didn't date that guy more is because I ended up going out with the guy that, that I, I'm now breaking up with or whatever. But the thing is, mm-hmm. somebody out there is going to be so great for you. And, like, you're going to meet somebody that you're going to be like, oh, shit, this is amazing. And, like, you're going to get all wrapped up in that. But it's just because you haven't met the right person yet and because, and this is not out of, your ex-girlfriend's not out of your system yet. You haven't met the right person, and the time hasn't gone by enough, and this is exactly where you need to be right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So when are we yeah. going on our date? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> whenever you want. I'm just kidding. Um, so, like, I guess, like, I, just, I, I get back to L.A., like, on Tuesday, just pick me up at the airport, and, like, we'll just, you know, okay. we'll just go from there. Yeah, just send me your flight number. <laughs> send me the flight number. Um, I'm very tall, so if you're shorter than me, that's totally fine, because when you drive me home, we'll be sitting down, so we'll be, like, the same height or whatever. This is, I feel really good yeah. about this. This is, this is it. This is it. <laughs> okay. um, oh, here's another thing, though. The only bummer is, what's up with this girl that you're dating? Is she falling madly in love with you, <laughs> and, you're, and you have a block-up? Um, we like her a lot. Very interesting and uh, somebody that I care about, which is very confusing because I'm still having the the weird, you know. Uh, so I think, I think you're right. It's like time. It's like a time related thing. Oh yeah, but you know what? Oh yeah, go on. I'm probably gonna be single someday, so we'll talk then. Oh God, how tall yeah. are you? What's that? How tall are you? How tall? I'm, well, yeah. Six one. Oh, that sounds good. That's good. Um, okay. But yeah. well, here's another thing I was going to say, like, in, in just getting normal again or not joking every two seconds. Um, okay. Again, relating it to my life, because I can, that's all I know. I got out of a five-year relationship, and yeah. even to this day, I'll, I'll think about that kind of, but I'm, I'm pretty much over it now. But I was in a five-year relationship, and then a few years later, like maybe two years later, I... I dated a guy, and I fell madly in love with this guy. Let's call him Mike. His name was Mike. And we dated for, like, a year. And I was madly in love with him. But during that relationship, I would I would be sad and think about my five-year relationship guy. You know what I mean? Like, and so, yeah. so it is. So I do actually think, I don't want to say, like, oh, this girl's not right for you and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, 
your ex-girlfriend was one thing, and then this new thing is another thing. They're two different people. They're, they're two separate things, and and if you totally. can mourn the death of something and, and be sad, but then put that away and don't don't talk about it with your with your new girlfriend, you know, I don't think yeah. I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to hear about that. But um, yeah, um, I'm just gonna keep rambling on another thing. When I broke up with the five year five year guy, he told me that he would because he got a girlfriend right away. My five year, we'll call him Chris. Chris, mm-hmm. by the way, these, these are both their real names. But okay, whatever. So Chris. <laughs> Chris and I were together for five years, and he he got a girlfriend immediately, and that pissed me off. Like I was, I you know, I I ended the relationship with him, but I could not believe my ego could not believe he got a new girlfriend so fast. And yeah. and uh, but we would talk about it, and later on, when we would talk about his relationship, and I would talk about my relationship with Mike, he told me that he worked out a lot of his issues with me by talking about it with his new girlfriend and she would yeah. listen. His new girlfriend would listen and she didn't, she would hold him when he was sad and she would, he, she would listen to his bullshit and complaints and stuff that he needed to. That's a rough spot. Like, I wouldn't yeah. Want that job. So I wouldn't want that job either. And now he's married to her and they have a baby together. And like, she, you know, I don't, I couldn't believe it. I was like, fuck, this girl is so strong. Like, let's call her Diana. Huh? Cause that's her real name. So they, <laughs> Well, like, I could not believe she was so – she was such a badass. She might be, like, eight years older than him or something, and maybe she's more mature and not too ego-driven. But for me, when I'm in a relationship, it's all about me. I don't want to hear about an ex. I want to think I'm the hottest, you know, thing and most important person you've ever been with. I don't really want to nurse you through your breakup but sure. or your feelings, but whatever. But life is complicated, and it's not black and white, and just be nice to your girlfriend and – if you have to vent to her, try not to, but maybe she'll listen if she's really secure, but I don't think anybody's, most people are not that secure and girls don't want to hear that shit, but uh, yeah, just be nice to your girlfriend. Yeah. And then, and then I'll give you my flight details. I'll, I'll email you my flight. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I'm glad another satisfied customer. I'm hanging up another job. Well done on me. Okay. <laughs> Oh, God, I hate when I laugh so hard at my own joke. It's fucking gross. Um, I'm going to check Twitter. Um, and uh, no tweets. Fantastic. At Alexi Wasser is my Twitter info. And now that you have it, feel free not to use it. Okay. I was going to read, like, some emails, big sis emails, but I just don't know if I feel up to it. I think right now it's 1.42 a.m. where I am, and I have to wake up early. And uh, unless I have any more phone calls, I think I'm going to wrap up the show. You guys, um, what else? I, went, told you the, I told you my getting stood up and being at the front, uh, being stood up by an old lady story, being at her front door with flowers and a bottle of wine, buzzing her buzzer but not being let into her house. <laughs> okay. Um, I told you that story. I told you I went to uh, the Maroon 5 party. I slept with all of Maroon 5. Just kidding. You're right. You're right. Hello? Hello? Okay. Um, I danced. I got tipsy. Uh, I told you I'm obsessed with True Blood, and I now have a crush on Eric Northman, a.k.a. Alexander Skarsgård. I can't believe that, by the way. I don't know what – I am not usually into, like, traditionally, 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 like, you know, Greek god, Swedish, Swedish, Swedish Nordic babe, beauty babe dudes, you know, like – 
that's not usually my thing. I like, like, interesting arty dudes, you know? And, like, I love that. I love interesting interesting dudes and indie hipster arty dudes. Is that what I call them? I don't know what the fuck. I'm going to go barf. But uh, I can't believe how watching True Blood is making me be like, huh, well, maybe when I'm ready to date, maybe I should date a fireman. Maybe I should date Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, that's actually what I'm thinking. And I'm I'm not lying when I when I tell you that I I have texted a few of my gay boyfriends that I have a crush on Alexander Skarsgård. Like in a real way. Like I think maybe they'll write back, Oh my god, he has a crush on you too. Oh my god, that's so crazy because I am friends with him and he just uh asked me what your info on your uh, Instagram is and I didn't give it to him. Anyway, um listen. Ex boyfriend, if you're listening I'm sorry I said the thing about any. I'm sorry if I said anything that offended you. I love you. I'm just a little bit mad at you and disappointed. Thank you for the book about your band. Thank you for the eye cream you sent me. Uh, I really think you should watch Boyhood, and I also think you should watch uh, uh, Blue is the Warmest Color. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I just like how I've turned my, my Boy Crazy Radio show into the only place where I can relay messages to my ex-boyfriend that I say that I'm not talking to or texting or emailing, that, like, this is the only place I have to potentially, like, set, you know, put a note in a bottle, a message in a bottle, if you will. Okay. Man, what else? I have notes down, things I want to Seven-year-old advice, voting, I met a cute kitty named Oreo at the bodega. That was a great moment. I already miss my cat. Um, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Last time I was in New York was a horrible nightmare. I'm looking forward to changing that on this trip. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, you know what? Pretty much it. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Follow me if you want, if you have any desire to uh, to go deeper and darker and uh I don't know, into our friendship by following me on Twitter and Instagram at Alexi Walker. Yeah, I'm going to spell it out for you because that's how, uh, that's how much I really want you to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's <laughs> oh, my God. I'm single. This is me, raw, vulnerable, out there in the ether on a podcast. This is on podcasting. I'm a single podcaster. <gasps> Barf, this is horrible. Okay, the information on Twitter and Instagram is at Alexi Wasser, A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. Um, I'm going to play this out with a song. And this song is in the movie Boyhood. And, man, I was watching that movie. It's like a three-hour movie. I was watching that on the plane next to a relative stranger. And by relative stranger, I mean complete stranger who... I think he was gay, but he was, like, totally asexual or androgynous. I don't know if he was gay or straight. He was tall, and he had really nice hands because I was looking at his hands because he was so close to me. When you sit next to somebody on a plane, it's like, I don't care if you're gay, straight, bisexual, whatever, gross, cute. It's also subjective. Who cares? If you're sitting really close to me, if you're, if you're sitting next to me on a plane, uh, we're on a date. It's kind of like we're on a date. And uh, I was not attracted to the guy at all, but he was a very good dresser. And he had really nice hands. And when I made a joke about 
how I was happy to sit next to him because we had similar style because he had like APC jeans on and white tennis shoes and I and I had white tennis shoes on too. Um, he laughed at my joke when I said, you know, I'm glad we're sitting next to each other. We have very similar style. Please don't talk to me. And he laughed. And you know what? He didn't really talk to me that much and I appreciate that. But um, oh yeah, but I was watching Boyhood and I like burst into tears. I would go from laughing to like totally crying and then at the end of the movie I'm sobbing. And I, I could not mask my, like, sobbing. And it's worse when you're sobbing and you're trying not to have people know that you're crying intensely. Oh, man, so brutal. So this song that I'm going to play the show out with is the song that was playing towards the end of the movie that I was weeping to. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio. I love you. I miss you already. I look forward to next week with you. And I always enjoy the time we spend together. Prank phone callers or not prank phone callers? I prefer the not prank phone callers. But either way, that's neither here nor there. The point is, I don't care what everyone else says about you, okay? I love you.
Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.